Schlereth and Evans on Denver's Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. On this Is It Just Me a Friday, giving you a chance to get those uh, hot takes off your chest. Heading off into the weekend, here's one um, based on some news that just dropped. Is it just me? Or are the Avalanche facing more pressure and a smaller pool when it comes to going out and making a trade? So the idea being that they need a second-line center, that they've never truly replaced Nazem Kadri. Let's okay. start there. The idea of available centers in what is a thin, at least right now, thin center pool. Elias Lindholm got traded to uh, Vancouver in a deal that most all of us looked at and said, boy, that was, that was a, a, a high asking price uh, for a guy who's underperformed this year and uh, for somebody who's going to be a rental player. So then we started looking at uh, Drew Spivak and I were looking at some of the other guys, and we, we focused on Adam Henrique from Anaheim, okay. who's older, mid-30s, also a free agent after this year, but makes $5 million this year, versus Sean Monahan of Montreal, younger, like 29, again, free agent to be, but only making about a million bucks this year, million five. And so, kind of thinking Monaghan might might be a really good option. Good player on a bad team, Montreal. Same thing with um, Henrique. So, uh, Lindholm went to Vancouver, a team that's going for it in the West. Monaghan got traded this morning to Winnipeg, another team in the West that's going for it. So, two teams that are, you know, looking at the Avalanche as the team to get past in the West have both gone out and fortified themselves with moves. Chris McFarlane... Your move. Oh, he's just going to wait. We wait for Chewy to come back. Now you need more than Chewy. That solves the issue. You need more than Chewy. And even if Chewy does come back, and I expect he will come back, how much can you really rely on Chewy after what he did to you in the playoffs last year? No, they need they need to upgrade the center position. Who are they going to get? What is it? What That's is a good uh, question? Your guy Sid the Kid. Man. Well, he's got to make a lot of money. Yeah, that would take some work. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, and I got a few, when we brought this up earlier, people were like, no, no, there's no way. I'm a Penguins fan. There's no way they mm-hmm. would dare uh, give up on Sid. This is one of those things that you could easily spin to a Penguin fan base. You're saying, hey, we've had a great run. What a run. Mm-hmm. Championships, everything. But we need to build the next great Pittsburgh Penguin team. Sid is always going to be a Penguin. But we want to do right by Sid and give Sid a chance to go win again. Sure. And then he'll come back to the bosom of the Penguin family. Right. And they've, they're like the Packers with uh, when it comes to superstar hockey players, like the Packers with quarterbacks. I mean, every time they draft a quarterback, it just works out, mm-hmm. right? Because, have they, I mean, they had, went from Lemieux to who, a Yager? Did they go to from Lemieux, Lemieux and Yager? And Yager. And then said the kid. And said the kid. Malkin in there as well. Malkin yeah. has been, yeah, Malkin is tall. <laughs> Vance Joseph would love Malkin. He would love Malkin. Malkin is so tall. Very Malkin tall. looks like a freak show on the ice. tall. Because <laughs> he's like, the, the dude is like legit 6'7". Then you strap on the blades. Are you sure about that? Where I'm, I'm, Maybe you're right. 6'6", six, six maybe. How? Like, he's legit freak show. Like, I'm... Kind of surprised, like Adam fam, Adam's family. He's six three. 
which actually is very tall in hockey. 6'3", put him on skates. He's like 6'7", yeah. He does look weird, like weird tall. He's a tall guy. 6'3", is unusual in hockey, that's for sure. It's mind-boggling. So anyway, we'll see what the Avalanche do. I will be uh, doing another Mile High Hockey podcast today. We'll be talking about Where that. Yeah. And that'll be dropping later today. Okay. Well, we'll be doing our Stinking Truth podcast as yes, well. Yes, we are. We're going to do that. that. Have, have, we, uh, not- have we notified the authorities on that? Yes, they know. Oh, they do? They know. Look at you. They know. Look at you. I take care of these things. I I'm the fixer. Yeah, I'm the, you are. What? I'm the beekeeper. I don't know what the beekeeper is. I just oh, I want to see that. Though. I know, I know. I saw that out there. What's a beekeeper? It's the same movie is he it? makes every time I he know, makes a movie. I know, but what's a beekeeper? Like in he, the, in the spy bees. espionage oh, world, oh. what is a beekeeper? Is it, or maybe he's just a beekeeper who kicks ass. I don't know. But is there like a, you know, for maybe he is there, carries do any, around. Do we have any special ops people listening I right now? Know. I know we do. Is it, What's a beekeeper? Yeah. Does he carry around a hive and flush out the bad guys with a beehive? Bees! Your weapons are useless against them! You know, that type Speaking of thing. Speaking of, of that, so a texter has, has sent in multiple texts today. Uh huh. Saying, is it just me or does Evans Siltahar Motors video at denversports.com, does he look like Liam Neeson? I have not seen this. That. And I, listen, I, I appreciate the, the comparison. I don't, I don't know if uh-huh. I see it. Maybe people can go and check it out, but right. uh, I love the idea. Yeah. I love the idea that when people look at me, they think mm-hmm. of Liam Neeson. I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. If you're looking for ransom, I can tell you I don't have money. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. If you let my daughter go now, that'll be the end of it. I will not look for you. I will not pursue you. But if you don't, I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> oh, man. man. By the way, by the way, I got another you by the need way too. To, you need to do a Siltahar commercial. Like Liam Neeson. Yes. I don't know who you are. Yes. I don't know what you're looking for. <laughs> but if you're looking for a Chevy, a Ford, a <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I don't could know do what that. you. I don't know who you are. I don't, know, I don't you are. know what you want. I don't know what you want. But if you're looking for a Ford Chevy, <laughs> that'd be Ford, Lincoln, Volvo, Mazda, Maserati. But yes, yeah. uh, any of those brands. Any of those brands. We have what you're looking. We for. have what you're looking for. Yeah, you need. To I do, could you do need that. To get maybe, the whole, I should, maybe I should get, get the that. whole yeah, script. I get the whole of, script, and I'll do it. Liam Neeson esque. Yes, I have to make an. Uh, I have to make another admission. Okay. I've never seen any of the Taken movies. You gotta be kidding me. No. So Dude, are you serious? So, oh my so what are you doing? So are if you I doing? had to choose this weekend between seeing Taken one or the original Footloose. No, I which taken. one it, Okay. Taken. Oh, Fever's saying it's gonna be Footloose. Yeah, so if I have to listen to Marquette King's album, which is gonna be awful, oh, that's true. You have to go through that same experience. Good point. Marquette King is dropping an album, and we're putting Fever yeah, uh, in charge of listening okay, to it and critiquing it. Taken isn't Taken is something you should want to do. Like if we- you use your cell phone for a lot of things, but you shouldn't have to use it for everything. You deserve reliable home internet that fits your life and your budget. 
And right now, Internet Essentials Plus from Xfinity is free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. Get unlimited data and equipment included with no annual contract. Go to Xfinity.com slash free to see if you qualify. Restrictions apply. After program participation ends, Comcast standard charges, taxes, and fees apply. May not be combined with other offers. You flipping channels and takings yeah, on, you I just know. watch it. No matter where it is in the right. movie, you, watch it, it right you just watch end. it yeah. if you've seen it. Yeah. But Footloose, I mean, I'm like, oh, Footloose. Yeah. Click, right. click, click, right. what right. else is on, you know? So Footloose is going to take require a little bit more effort. But, but it is, it's, you know, it'll be more of a chore. Yeah, it's a classic but it's not a classic. Like, you've seen it once, I'm good. Right. Right. But if I see Taken... Yeah, Taken is just... From this point forward, it'll become one of those movies that wherever in the movie it is when I flip over, I'll watch yeah. it to the end. What movies, what movies, still to this day, if you come across it as, as you're flipping oh. channels, you immediately stop and watch it wherever it is right to the end? Shawshank. Okay. Yeah. it's a good one. Um, That's it? Well, I mean, there's more than Shawshank. That's the first one that popped oh, in okay. my head. But, like, no matter where it is in the movie. Right. Like, the other day, I came across Gladiator. Mm. Midway through. Sure. Where bef before they have found out who he is. And he's mm -hmm. just a, he's just a uh, you know, Gladiator. Yeah. And I was like, nope, I'm done. I just hunkered down and watched the rest of the movie. I love it. When, and then when that Greek god, that Xerxes god comes in. Guy looks exactly like uh, guy looks exactly like uh, 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 Robert Sala, Xerxes. Yeah. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you trying to give me an over? Really? Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> Wasn't Xerxes in? Yeah, now yeah. that we've established that, three hundred was he yeah. in three hundred? Yeah, yeah, but those. Movies are similar, so I thought maybe I, I thought you were going old school, like okay, uh, I thought maybe I, could I thought you, I thought you were going like uh, I try to get you Yule Brenner, Ten Commandments type stuff. Ooh. That's yeah. that's kind of yeah same thing. I'm like that with Don't Laugh. Mm. Hey, guilty pleasure. We all yeah. have them. You know what movie I'm like with that? That I am a sucker for. No matter where it is in the movie, mm. and I come across it, I will watch it right to the end. Armageddon. Bruce Willis. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not. I, I mean, no. I don't care where it is. I am a well, suck. Speaking of I am a How do you feel about Groundhog Day? When, 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 when Bruce Willis is talking to his to Liv, Liv Tyler and uh -huh. saying goodbye, and then he, you know. Ugh. How about Groundhog All Day? The Today is Groundhog Day. Uh, is that a movie you'll, you'll hunger down yeah, on? Yeah, I'll watch. I, I, I would watch Groundhog Day again this weekend just to celebrate Groundhog Day. Sure. Yeah. Gung -gung. Gung -gung -gung -gung. Oh, well, that, well, this was going to get me in trouble. Mm. Caddyshack, kind of overrated. Big hitter. Long. Yeah, you know. I, the llama. Yeah. Caddyshack, a bit overrated. Uh, Sandlot, overrated. Well, I love the Sandlot. Bro, what are you talking about, man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I love, yep. Caddyshack is, like, Caddyshack is a, a really good, but I don't. It's not one that I'll just watch. Exactly. I, if I come, I, yeah, I'll just be like, oh, I'll, I'll stay. I'll stay like, for like I five like minutes. Sam, I do like Sandlot. Anyway, it's uh, is it just me uh, Friday? As you can tell, uh, getting a little loose on a uh, Friday, but that's uh, what we do. Hit us up on the Ramoslaw.com text line three zero three seven one three one zero four three. Bo Nix, Michael Penix, has your opinion changed? After what you've heard from our guys out there at the Senior Bowl, Andrew Mason and Cecil Lammy, that's next. You're listening to Schlereth and Evans on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. 
We had Cecil Lammy on about 45 minutes ago from the Senior Bowl where he and Andrew Mason have been camping out this week doing great stuff, great work. You should check it all out at denversports.com. Their uh, notebooks, all their notes and impressions mm-hmm. and observations, videos, all that kind of stuff. But um, we, we were most curious going into this week uh, what the guys thought of Michael Penix and Bo Nix, two guys that could be on the Broncos' radar at number 12. Penix has, by all accounts, is is now a late, late first-round guy or more likely second round or even right. deeper depending on his medicals. His stock seems to have dropped. Knicks has stayed in in contention, I guess, but Cecil was not very impressed with him. Says he thinks there's a lot of work to be done there and that um, taking him at 12 would be a reach. What did you hear as you listened to Cecil? Well, I mean, yeah, I said that Bo Nix will probably drop toward the end, 20s and below, in the first round. So maybe second round even. So I I just, like, my whole thing on that is still, I want to go get a veteran reclamation project. Sam Darnold is my guy to go get. And then I want you to trade back. I want you to draft, you know, an offensive lineman. Um, and, and that, not just because I played O-line, just because I think like from a, from where you sit right now, you, you have to have, you have to make that better. You got to run the ball better. You've got to do a lot of different things that, that are better. And I think you move back and still get a guy that's a top notch player and then pick yourself up more draft capital, maybe a second rounder and find yourself somebody there or find yourself the quarterback either in the second round or the third round or maybe you get another third rounder and you 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 pair two of them together and go get a quarterback you want whether that's you know Michael Pratt whether that's Bo Nix whether that's and maybe it is you know M- Michael Penix but that's kind of my thought process what i'm interested in is what is Sean Payton looking for in a quarterback mm-hmm. we know he doesn't like what Russ brings so what is it that Sean wants? And can we start to zero in on some some candidates, either through the draft or free agency, what have you, mm-hmm. based on what we think? What are you humming? Mm-hmm. Well, you, you said, what does Sean want? And instantly, I don't know why this it popped into my head. get off the rails. Go ahead. Right. I'll bring you back, folks. What don't does worry. Sean want? What does Sean need? Whatever makes him happy and sets him free. Da, 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 da. I was thinking, thinking about that. That song popped into my head whenever you, when you said, "What does Sean want?" Can I say, by the way, as a, as a as a as a host, a radio host, you're actually not that bad of a singer. Most people in our business who try to sing are awful. No, I'm bad, bad. But you're I mean, bad, I just, but you're not as bad as I've I've heard from a lot but of people can, who actually. But you the know, one thing I can do is change the lyrics. Though. Oh, you're brilliant at that. What does Sean want? What a show. Who sings that? Whatever makes him happy. Says Fever's me. working on that for us. Uh-huh. Fever's looking for any excuse to not have to listen to the Marquette King, uh, <laughs> Marquette King album, album. <laughs> anytime soon. So, but I, I, a couple things that maybe help give us an idea what, about what Peyton wants. One, we've had Joel Clatt on, and Clatt mm-hmm. has... Uh, you know, better knowledge than most. He actually spent a summer as an undrafted free agent 
rookie free agent in New Orleans with Drew Brees and Sean sure. Payton. So he's a little bit of a sense. And I thought this was interesting. So Joel said that Sean wants, as a quarterback, a, somebody who approaches the quarterback position like a point guard in basketball. Read, what what do the best point guards in basketball do? Distribute. They, they yeah. distribute. They see the floor. They find the best matchups. They see plays developing. They see maybe plays two steps ahead of everybody else. Right. That's what the best point guards are like in basketball. So Joel's opinion is that Sean would like that kind of a quarterback. And I, I was talking about the idea of going out and trading for Mac Jones as a reclamation project. Well, mm-hmm. An article was given to me, uh, passed along, that when Peyton was coaching the Saints, they were getting ready to play the Patriots, a game that you called for Fox. It was a week three game in 2021. Mm -hmm. Week three. So Mac Jones had played two games as a rookie to that point. And there were reports that week that the Saints tried to jump ahead of the Patriots to select Mac Jones. All that's immaterial. I want you to listen to what Peyton was quoted as saying about his early impressions of Mac Jones. And yep. think about what I read through the lens of, okay, what is Sean looking for in a young quarterback? Here's what Sean said about two games from Mac Jones as a rookie. He was someone that we were really high on. I think he processes information fast. At Alabama, if you watch closely his tape, the ball comes out. Decisions are made fast. I think he sees the field horizontally as well as vertically. He has the arm to make the throws that you want. His decision-making and processing are where I felt were really strong suits with him, and I think he's handling it well. What are you hearing all that? Well, I mean, the biggest thing about any quarterback, how quickly you process information. Actually, you know it's the biggest thing about any player. But he didn't talk about mobility. No, he didn't talk about you know his you, ability to run around. But because you're not in 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 all legitimate you know conversations about quarterbacking, I would much rather I would much rather have a guy that processes and gets the ball out on time quickly than a guy that can run around and extend plays and make something happen late. I think he also shed a little light about what he looks for in arm strength. He didn't say. Dude's got a hose. Dude's got a cannon. What do he say? He has the arm to make the throws that you want. Yeah. I don't need... So what I hear, and I can't believe that this has changed that much between two, 2021 and now, Sean Payton wants a quarterback that processes information, makes decision, ball comes out quickly, ball comes out, out, uh, comes out accurately, Decision-making and processing. He wants an extension of him yeah, out yeah. there on the field. You know, it's funny. funny. And, uh, and by the way, when you read this description, as I just read, anybody think of Russ? No. <laughs> when I read that? In case by you're the wondering way, why that relationship soured. I did this I did this tape on, on FS1. It's kind of like what we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays with what the films say and all that kind of stuff. But it's just on Brock Purdy. And the first, uh, the first throw of the third quarter... He threw a, what they call a dagger concept, and Mike, it was one of the most gorgeous throws. They were in like, they were in like West right slot formations. They had two tight ends, and then they had the slot receiver number two, or the inside guy was Ayuk, and the outside guy was um, was Debo, and so they faked the handoff. 
turn your back to the defense, fake the handoff to McCaffrey, who ends up checking and then leaking laid out into the flat. So to the to the left hand side. So flip your hips around, flip your head around, and so Ayuk runs beyond the safety's face, right? Because anytime you get in that formation, you're going to get a single high. So he runs across the safety's face, and here comes here comes um, Debo behind it at at about 18 yards. It's a dig route, and that that concept is called dagger. And here is Brock Purdy flipping his hips back around, flipping his head around, and just letting it eat into a space. And this is where Drew Brees probably completed six dagger concepts a game. And I promise you, you'd be hard-pressed to find one on the season that Russell completed. And so Brock turns around. This is after a bad first half against Detroit. Just lets that thing eat. And it's perfectly timed. And by the time Debo catches it, Mike, there are five Detroit Lions circling, like circling Debo. But it was perfectly executed. And the confidence you have to call it when your guy hasn't played very well and say, hey, man, we're going to let this thing eat on second down and nine. And he just, I mean, 18-yard gain and the red. And then they, I mean, they, they took off. But that's what Sean wants. And that's what you're describing there. Because Brock Purdy doesn't have, you know, the, the biggest arm. But, boy, he's got good foot energy, and he knows where to go with the football, and he can have those kind of anticipatory throws that really make you an NFL quarterback. Coming up, what's trending? Who knew that the press conference of the year would come out of NHL All-Star Weekend? That's next. again from this is what does Sean want? Yeah, what does Sean, what does Sean want in a quarterback? Yeah. What does Sean want? What does what Sean is need? Christina Aguilera, is that who this is? What does Sean Payton want? What does Sean want? What does Sean need? Mm. <laughs> you going, mm, uh, I bet makes you. me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was that, it sexy? That, that'd be, well, that'd be about as sexy if I said it. So let's, really, try, let's try really. it with me. Let's try it with me here. Mm. Turn it up a little bit. Mm. <laughs> I threw those in there. That, that wasn't yeah. actually that was, in there. That was, uh, that was an ad lib right there. Okay, time for uh, what is trending. Where could Russell Wilson end up? Sean Alexander, former running back with Seattle. Yeah. MVP. Sure, Sean. Had this to say to uh, Kay Adams. I don't know what happened. Like, the stats were there. That They went on like a five-game win streak. I'm like, this is it. <laughs> we're about to go do this. And then there's something that just went on that, you know, Sean or someone in his crew just thought this ain't going to get us to the long haul. I thought they were there. You know, when you win five games in a row, yeah. I don't care what's, you're doing something right. What do you think ultimately? If you could boil it down to one sentence, 
What would that one sentence be that Sean Payton said to himself? Why it can't work with Russ? One sentence. In Sean's mind. You annoy me. <laughs> Why can't I be happy? Well, I was thinking a lot more nuance, oh, but okay, okay, okay. I, I, right. I got it. All right. I can give you another one. Yeah, uh, you annoy like, me. All right. Yeah. Go ahead. I just don't. I don't. <laughs> it's hey. It's, I think there's truth to that, but it's yeah. It's me. It's not you. Yeah. It's, uh, I think that there is, you look at it and go, what are we doing? I, I, like, we're not going to win long term with this style of offense. It's too limited. Our quarterback is too limited. We're not winning this way. I thought he was unlimited. No. He's limited. Right, Johnny? Which one is he? Limited. Yeah. Well, I don't know what kind of conversations you used to have with opponents on the football field, mm-hmm. but I strongly suspect it was not like the conversation that Aiden Hutchinson and George Kittle had during the NFC Championship game. Watch George Kittle here. This is against Aiden Hutchinson. <laughs> I don't know who's more excited, Kittle or you as a tight end. That's a big-time matchup. That's, that's good timing. It's screwed, man. I'm real that's a Michigan word. I'm in Iowa. I can't say something like that. Proprioception. Sure. Is otherwise known as your body's ability to sense movement, action, and location. It's present in every muscle movement you have. And Aiden Hutchinson, during the middle of an NFC championship game, told George Kittle he was messing with his proprioception. Sure. May I have the language of fortune, please? Threw off his kinesthetic awareness. Yes. You got to have proprioception. That, 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 like, one of the reasons, proprioception, you've got to have those skills, and it's one of the reasons I think guys get hurt in today's game far often or far more frequently is because they don't actually practice. The only place you can develop proprioception skills are practicing. When somebody's leaning against you, you're you know fighting against another 300-pound man, or you're running routes not on air, but you're running with somebody running the side of you and, and shoving you toward the sideline. All that you've got to have those skill sets. Well, no, that's a that's a wonderful breakdown of what proprioception is. I'm just saying that can you ever imagine it being like a form of trash talking between two players? Uh, you messed with my proprioception? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's no. next level. That is. That's a Michigan man. He's a Michigan. That's a Michigan man right there. Yeah. By the way, you you just kind of proved your rule. When you say a word that you're not totally sure of, you say it fast. Yeah, yeah. You just did that. You kind of went, you know, no, so I know. You're talking about your proprioception. I know proprioception, but yeah. Well, sometimes. you got a proprioception. You're, you're you don't kinda, have to you're proprio. Kinda, you're kind no, of then you're speeding just... through the proprio part. It is proprioception. It's proprioception. I I know what it is. It's like a medical. Yeah, but you got to. Enunciated. Teddy Bridge of Water. Enunciated? <laughs> Wait a minute. Did you say enunciated? Yes, you have to enunciate the words. Proprioception. Enunciate? Enunciate, yes. Enunciate, oh, not enunciate. Geez. Oh, jeez. All right. Did you hear this guy, Johnny? He's yeah. going to correct me on yeah. he's gonna correct me on my, <laughs> on my not talking too good? Play the Teddy Bridgewater thing again for him. <laughs> Teddy Bridge of Water. <laughs> oh, good old Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> So, uh, did you hear Larry, da- Larry David showing up uh, recently? Um, 
He's doing the the tour, the media tour for the final season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. I did not know that was still going on. I know it's been dragged out for a long, long time. But this is this is it. And so he's doing the tour. He's on the Today Show, and he was sharing a set with uh, Elmo. Yeah. Elmo and Louie, thank you. Thank you guys thank so, you much. so much. I love what you started, Elmo. Great job. You're, you're, you're the coolest. All right. And we okay. are going to have more on Elmo's no, unique son. voice on social media on our website at today.com. All right, let's go over to Alfred. Check the weather. Oh, and not yet, not wait, yet, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 oh my gosh. Before. Ask permission, <laughs> ask permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. Let's, let's, let's get back on the couch and let's talk about how you're feeling. Mm-mm-mm. Right, Larry, man. you've gone too far this time. <laughs> yes, Larry. Jesus, Somebody had to do it. <laughs> Larry David assaulted Elmo. I know. Choked him right out. And then he immediately apologized. He's like, oh, man, even that's probably too far for me to go. Attacking Elmo. I know Elmo's so sweet. I know. Finally. In what's trending, Michael Bublé is a uh, hockey fan, likes to play hockey, uh-huh. and he's playing in the Celebrity All-Star uh, game at the All-Star weekend this weekend at the NHL All-Star game. Sure. So he was part of the press conference to uh, talk about the Celebrity All-Star game, and to say he got loose would be an understatement, as during this uh, rambling press conference, he acknowledged that he had done mushrooms just prior to said press conference. What ensued was this. The answer is no. I will not be the oldest draft pick the Vancouver Canucks have ever taken at 48 years old. I know you and you. You're a really good hockey You got good hands. You've got silky mitts, my brother. You are the first person who's ever told me that. Because I'm the first real ever hockey fan. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms and he was lying. So... I'll be honest, I thought I was in Blades of Glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down and then I realized, holy I am at the NHL All-Star Game. We literally are the heart and soul of these teams. And uh, if they win, it'll be because of us. And if they lose, it will be because of us. All of my, my text, it was people, congratulations, congratulations on being chosen to go to the All-Star Game. And I was like, congratulations, I'm a, I'm a superstar. Nice guys, thank you. <laughs> I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar. Uh, he was high. Yeah. I'd say apparently so. Apparently he was. It was funny, though. Michael Bu- I, I, I have I have come to see so many different sides now of Michael Buble. Mm-hmm. I would love to hang with Michael Buble. I think he'd be one of the... If... if, if to the point, well, I don't know. This is a tough one. If I had my, cho- if you had your choice between hanging out with one entertainer, musician, uh, comedian, whatever, mm-hmm. one, just sit down, have beers, break bread. Who would it be? Um, you can go with the Rock. Suck no. up to the Rock again. No, I mean. I sit down with myself all the time. Oh, jeez. Mark Slareth, handsome son, bitch, get uh, out here. Who who would it? So, like, like for me, like for me, I I I look at just the obscenely talent, the people who are so talented at everything. Like, like Justin Timberlake is so freaking talented, whatever he does, and he's so confident. Like he he was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and he popped up in a couple sketches too. He's just so at ease 
whatever he's doing. Mm-hmm. He's so confident. Timberlake would be a guy I'd like to hang out with. Really? Yeah. Where? Yeah. Me and Timberlake. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, now you got you, you got me you got me thinking. Uh, what about Bono? I don't know. Seems like he's just too a little too serious. What about what about Bruce Springsteen? Uh, a little too old. Michael Malone? Michael Malone. <laughs> I don't know. Is it uh, is it is it pre or post <laughs> championship? Uh-huh. <laughs> post championship, he'd be a fun one to hang out with. You and Arnold? Arnold. Uh, you you've already hung out with Arnold, so you don't need to do it again. Yeah. Twice. I would like to live with Arnold. That'd be Look fun, at the wouldn't shoulders. it? Shoulders, he's a monster. Just to get a good Are you confident that you could outlift? Oh, yes. I mean, yeah, you could. There's no question. Can I lift Arnold? That's a dumb question. <laughs> he says with not an ounce of doubt. I love oh, that. there is no. I love there, that about you. Right, there's, there's just no. There's zero Zero. Ounce. Zero doubt. Zero doubt. Coming up. You knew it was going to happen. The great Joe Williams once said, in Vegas, you can bet on anything. Mm-hmm. You can bet on two cockroaches. Who's going to get to the top of the wall first, right? Right. Well, you know what's going to happen? They're out. Taylor Swift Super Bowl bets. Ooh, ooh okay. I like these. We'll give you those. And a if one billionaire had his way, the Olympics would look totally different. We'll tell you all about it next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Band presents Schlereth and Evans. Check out this story. See if you'd be down with this. So a group of venture capitalists big money people, Uh are funding the Enhanced Games. They're an Olympic-style competition that allows performance-enhancing drugs. Events include track and field, swimming, gymnastics, weightlifting, combat sports. And the first event will be in 2025. Love it. The Enhanced Olympics. Yeah. We just strip away the pretense. Yeah, because... Do whatever you want. I mean, don't you think that there's a lot of uh, circumventing of the rules when it comes to even Olympic athletes? Well, the old line um, is what? The cheaters are always ahead of the yeah testers or whatever yeah, exactly. that line is? Exactly. Cheaters are always a step ahead? One step ahead. One step ahead of the popo, Mike. I'd watch that, especially the lifting competitions. Oh, my God. Some or just, the combat sports? Yeah. Oh, it would be just flat-out blood sport. Oh, my gosh. Some dude just punching, and your head just pops right off. <laughs> right? Blood just going all over the place. Okay, all right. Oh! All right, all right. No? All right, why well, stop there? Why, how about this? Okay. Somebody comes along and starts a new baseball league. Oh, I'm all for it. Where everyone... If you're not on the juice, you're in, you are you get suspended. Correct. You have to be on the juice. That's what I thought about the NFL when they started playing on Thursdays. Just everybody has to be. It's a free-for-all. Take whatever you want. 
No? It was fun to watch those home runs. Man, those... Back in the day, oh, yeah. That ball was flying out. And they weren't just, like, barely... It was so funny, too, because once they banned the steroids, every home run went from being, like, 27 rows up Mm. to, like, barely clearing the fence, like landing in the first or second row. Right. If you don't think that... Now, they'll say, well... You know, the ball was also a rabbit ball, too. Maybe there was right. probably part of that, but there's no doubt. By the way. And by the guys who were hitting home runs. Right. Brady Anderson hitting, like, 50 bombs. Are yeah, you kidding yeah. me? By the way, too. it would it, that, that whole thing, the combat sports, it'd be like back in the day, that Gladiators show. Remember yes. that? Yes. Except you're not just going against a normal human. You're going against another dude. Right. That is just rocked up. Right. I'd watch it. I would, too. I'd be more excited about that than the regular Olympics. I don't know. To me... Regular Olympics. Regular Olympics just kind of feel like they... Jumped ashore. Yeah. I'm just not... Plus some of the dumb sports. Oh, and they're, and getting, regular, and they're getting dumber. I don't know what happened. more dumb sports coming. Again, that's us acquiescing to the overall attention span of... How come we can't make them pay attention? Why do we have to dumb ourselves down? <laughs> right. Why does that have to be the case? <laughs> so Johnny has uh, been working on this. Uh, Johnny Fever. We're going to yeah. pop him on here because, uh, as you know, in Vegas, you can bet on anything. So you knew this was coming. Mm-hmm. You knew this was coming. Taylor Swift prop bets. Okay. Johnny, what are some of the uh, ones that stand out to you? Well, first, let me say, if I was to say you like the hook, so 19 and a half. Prop bets. Would you say over or under? Oh. Oh. The number of prop bets for Taylor Swift. Yeah. And so these are not particularly, like, at Taylor Swift. They're, like, Taylor Swift themed. 19 and a half is the number? Yeah. I'm going to go over. I'll go under. Uh, It's 25 of them. 25. Okay. And I guess, um, so 22 is, like, a big thing with the Swifties. I'm not... I'm not a Swifty, so I don't necessarily know, but um, one of them is, so they're labeled, I think, by song titles of hers. So one of them is 22. Any quarter do have 22 or more points scored plus 400. Wow. So that's a, that's a prop. Yep. Okay. So you got to score 22 in a quarter. The, both and teams. Combined combined. Points, both yeah. teams, yeah. Mm, okay. Anything else? Jump out at you? Anti-hero. Purdy to have 250 pass yards or more or two or more pass touchdowns plus 200. Oh, okay. So based on their song. Is there anything like, is there anything like, uh, like how many times she's shown on camera? That's what I thought it would be, but it's, it's just all Taylor's theme to get Swifties to buy in and give them free money. No, no, I don't like that either. I thought it was like, what are the odds that Travis Kelsey proposes to her after the right, win? Right, right. Right on the field. Right. Boise State style. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought we were going to get. Arnold would destroy Mark in the weight room. But don't feel bad, Mark. You're still the QB trade expert. <laughs> Arnold would have no... Arnold no, would, not, he would Arnold not. cannot destroy Mark. Mark is... That's just dumb. This was a couple years ago before you really got yoked again.
but you did because it was during the combine, and so during the combine they yeah. do the 225 pounds. Yeah. How many reps can you do? And you said you thought you could do. So I think the average is 25. Yeah. So we were. Yeah, the average was 25. So mm -hmm. we wanted to see if you could beat the average, and you did. I think you got to 29. Mm -hmm. I think I did 26, but I wasn't. But you, at the time, I wasn't even training. No. Yeah, you just walked in. All right. Sat down on the bench and threw up 225 like 26 times. Yeah. I could do way more now because I've been lifting. How many could you do? Do you think? 225. Like if you showed up at the combine right. with the rest of the offensive linemen and say, I'm just here to do the 225 drill, how many of the linemen do you think you'd beat? All of them. <laughs> no, there may be a Samoan. Oh, there may be a Samoan wow. guy or two that would get me. <laughs> so how many do you think you could do? If the average is 25. I could do right now somewhere between thirty and forty. Get out, really? Yeah. Whew. Now I know I'm not real strict, you know. Right. But not that anybody really is, but mine are more three quarters reps than but yeah, you know, my elbows don't bend anymore and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. Uh, is it just me? I just watched that Evans Siltahar Motors ad at denversports.com. I can definitely see the Liam Neeson comparison. If I'm on Buble's mushrooms, I will find you and I will crush you with my head. <laughs> I The one you always get is the dude that used to do the Sonic commercials. That was the one that yeah, people. You did. I, I know you didn't like, like that, that one. one. I, I know you don't like. I it. like the Jeff Daniels comparison. I think I look a lot like Jeff Daniels from Dumb and Dumber, The Newsroom. Mm. You know, mm. Arachnophobia, all those movies that he did. I like Jeff Daniels. But a poor man's Liam Neeson. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. I'll take mm -hmm. it. Okay. All right. Check out the video. If you're looking for a car. If, yes. Exactly. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want. I don't know what you need. What you're looking for. What you're looking for. But let me tell you. You want a Chevy. Siltahar. <laughs> oh, you have choices. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I could do that. I like it. I could do that. I think you should write I that. I think I should do that. Absolutely. We are done. Have a great weekend. This is a big weekend. Um, I anticipate on Monday I will have a Footloose uh, review. Okay. Seeing Footloose for the first time ever. Yes. Ever. Ever. Never seen it before, so um, we'll see. We'll see if uh, I can do it, and I'll have a review. And we'll be jumping into Super Bowl week. We'll have the uh, NHL All Star Weekend to talk about the Nuggets, all that stuff. I'm sure the Rockies will be incredibly active this weekend in free agency. Uh, they've just been waiting uh, to pounce, and we look forward to breaking it all down with you on Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll hand things over to Josh and Stoke next.